Chapter twenty two of The Social Cancer, a complete English version of Noli Me Tangere from the Spanish of Jose Rizal by Charles Darbyshire. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Avaí in December two thousand eleven. Chapter twenty two Lights and Shadows. Three days have passed since the events narrated three days which the town of san diego has devoted to making preparations for the fiesta commenting and murmuring at the same time while all were enjoying the prospect of the pleasures to come some spoke ill of the gobernadorcillo others of the teniente mayor others of the young men and there were not lacking those who blamed everybody for everything there was a great deal of comment on the arrival of maria clara accompanied by her aunt isabel all rejoiced over it because they loved her and admired her beauty while at the same time they wondered at the change that had come over padre salvi he often becomes inattentive during the holy services nor does he talk much with us and he is thinner and more taciturn than usual commented his penitents the cook noticed him getting thinner and thinner by minutes and complained of the little honour that was done to his dishes but that which caused the most comment among the people was the fact that in the convento were to be seen more than two lights burning during the evening while padre salvi was on a visit to a private dwelling the home of maria clara the pious women crossed themselves but continued their comments Ibarra had telegraphed from the capital of the province, welcoming Aunt Isabel and her niece, but had failed to explain the reason for his absence. Many thought him a prisoner on account of his treatment of Padre Salvi on the afternoon of All Saints, but the comments reached a climax when, on the evening of the third day, they saw him alight before the home of his fiancée and extend a polite greeting to the priest, who was just entering the same house sisa and her sons were forgotten by all if we should now go into the home of maria clara a beautiful nest set among trees of orange and ilang ilang we should surprise the two young people at a window overlooking the lake shadowed by flowers and climbing vines which exhaled a delicate perfume their lips murmured words softer than the rustling of the leaves and sweeter than the aromatic odours that floated through the garden it was the hour when the sirens of the lake take advantage of the fast-falling twilight to show their merry heads above the waves to gaze upon the setting sun and sing it to rest it is said that their eyes and hair are blue and that they are crowned with white and red water plants that at times the foam reveals their shapely forms whiter than the foam itself and that when night descends completely they begin their divine sports playing mysterious airs like those of aeolian harps but let us turn to our young people and listen to the end of their conversation ibarra was speaking to maria clara to-morrow before daybreak your wish shall be fulfilled i'll arrange everything to-night so that nothing will be lacking then i'll write to my girlfriends to come but arrange it so that the curate won't be there why because he seems to be watching me his deep gloomy eyes trouble me and when he fixes them on me i'm afraid when he talks to me his voice 
oh he speaks of such odd such strange such incomprehensible things he asked me once if i have ever dreamed of letters from my mother i really believe that he is half crazy my friend sinang and my foster-sister andeng say that he is somewhat touched because he neither eats nor bathes and lives in darkness see to it that he does not come we can't do otherwise than invite him answered ibarra thoughtfully the customs of the country require it he is in your house and besides he has conducted himself nobly toward me when the alcalde consulted him about the business of which i've told you he had only praises for me and didn't try to put the least obstacle in the way but i see that you're serious about it so cease worrying for he won't go in the same boat with us light footsteps were heard it was the curate who approached with a forced smile on his lips the wind is chilly he said and when one catches cold one generally doesn't get rid of it until the hot weather aren't you afraid of catching cold his voice trembled and his eyes were turned toward the distant horizon away from the young people no we rather find the night pleasant and the breeze delicious answered ibarra during these months we have our autumn and our spring some leaves fall but the flowers are always in bloom fray salvi sighed i think the union of these two seasons beautiful with no cold winter intervening continued ibarra in february the buds on the trees will burst open and in march will have the ripe fruit when the hot months come we shall go elsewhere fray salvi smiled and began to talk of commonplace things of the weather of the town and of the fiesta maria clara slipped away on some pretext since we are talking of fiestas allow me to invite you to the one that we are going to celebrate tomorrow it is to be a picnic in the woods which we and our friends are going to hold together where will it be held the young women wish to hold it by the brook in the neighboring wood near to the old balete so we shall rise early to avoid the sun the priest thought a moment and then answered the invitation is very tempting and i accept it to prove to you that i hold no rancor against you but i shall have to go late after i've attended to my duties happy are you who are free entirely free a few moments later ibarra left in order to look after the arrangements for the picnic on the next day the night was dark and in the street someone approached and saluted him respectfully who are you asked ibarra sir you don't know my name answered the unknown but i've been waiting for you two days for what purpose because nowhere has any pity been shown me and they say that i'm an outlaw sir but i've lost my two sons my wife is insane and everyone says that i deserve what has happened to me ibarra looked at the man critically as he asked what do you want now to beg for your pity upon my wife and sons i can't stop now replied ibarra if you wish to come you can tell me as we go along what has happened to you the man thanked him and the two quickly disappeared in the shadows along the dimly lighted street End of chapter twenty two